homeopathic remedies can be made from plants, animals, and minerals. They can be made from pretty much any substance. And each one of those substances has a different energy or profile attached to them. Welcome to this week's episode of Healing Horses with Alicia. This week's topic is homeopathy for horses. Homeopathy is one of my favorite types of medicine. I'm currently studying to become or have the credentials to be a homeopath for humans. And it's a topic that I wanted to put in its own episode because we've talked about the benefits of herbs and plants for horses. We've also talked about the importance of therapeutic nutrition or nutritional therapy for horses. All have great benefits. But homeopathy stands alone if we're comparing it to, you know, diet and nutrition. Homeopathy is actually its own type of medicine. It works in a much different way. And I hear a lot of people use the word homeopathy synonymously with the word holistic or natural. So they'll say, yeah, I'm taking a homeopathic approach, even though there's no homeopathic remedies involved. But what they're meaning is I'm taking a natural holistic approach. So I really want to make the distinction between homeopathy and diet, nutrition, herbs. It's a much different type of medicine. It actually is the second biggest system of medicine in the world. It's just that North America is really behind in our healthcare, if you're asking me for my opinion, because, you know, there's other countries like India and many parts of Europe where homeopathy is everywhere. There's homeopathic remedies everywhere. It's it's the kind of the first approach that people take to their health. Uh, But here, a lot of people don't know about homeopathy. They don't know what it is. They don't know how it works, and especially for horses. So you're not going to find single homeopathic remedies when you go into your tack and feed store. You will find them in the health food store, and you can also find other suppliers you can order from as well. But the inception of homeopathy or the philosophy behind homeopathy is ancient now. It started way back in the early 1800s when a medical doctor by the name of Samuel Hahnemann started doing some research for somebody and he started coming across some interesting data that got him thinking that maybe there's more here than just using medication to relieve symptoms. Like maybe the energetics of these things are much more complex than we realize. And he came up with a philosophy called the law of similars, which means if you take a substance with a particular vibration, so we're now talking about energy levels. So every type of energy or every molecule has a certain energy attached to that vibration and frequency. So if we take that substance and we use it on somebody that has a similar vibration or symptom picture, it actually is enough to stimulate that body to start the natural healing response or a natural immune response. So an example of just a brief example of that would be homeopathic arnica. So those of you might be familiar with that remedy. Arnica is a flower, it's a plant, but if you take a lot of it, it actually will cause symptoms of bruising and trauma in the tissues um, and a lot of other symptoms will be a particular profile with with eating or having too much arnica. And so we can use homeopathic arnica to help stimulate a healing response for those symptoms. And that's what we're talking about when we're talking about the law of similars. So like cures like is the whole philosophy behind homeopathy. So 
Homeopathic remedies can be made from plants, animals, and minerals. They can be made from pretty much any substance. And each one of those substances has a different energy or profile attached to them. So if a person or a horse were to take large amounts of that particular substance, whether it's a mineral, plant, whatever it is, they will exhibit or experience certain symptoms. There's mental, emotional symptoms, and there's also physical symptoms that can come up. And they can be very specific, particular symptoms too. So if we know how that particular substance is going to prove in a human or a horse, then we can go find the remedy that matches that symptom profile. So just like I use the example of Arnica. The controversy comes into play with homeopathy. So there's a lot of skeptics out there about homeopathy. What matters to me is, is it working or not? And I've just seen way too many horses transform their health and resolve situations that nobody said was possible with the use of homeopathy. So that argument doesn't hold with me. But the reason behind that is because when we're applying the philosophy of likes cures likes, it's when that substance is diluted beyond the point of Avogadro's number. For those of you that remember any chemistry lessons uh, from way back when, Avogadro's number is sort of a way to measure molecules. And so with homeopathy, once it surpasses that dilution point, there's no active molecules in the solution. And so the skeptics will say, well, yeah, but there's nothing in there. So I can't be making a difference. You know, you can't see it, feel it, touch it. Therefore, it doesn't exist. That does, argument doesn't really hold for a, a lot of us, especially my listeners. But We all know that there's more out there than what we can tangibly feel or detect. But now with the uh, advancements of technology, such as nanotechnology and nanomedicine, our advancements in that area are allowing us to detect much smaller things that we couldn't previously detect. It's getting more sensitive. And so now there is a whole area of study that is now starting to explain how, why homeopathy can be so effective because they're starting to be able to see particles that they couldn't see before. So we know there's something there. And so each remedy are serial dilutions of a particular substance, and that's how they're used. So it's not a matter of just taking Arnica flower and trying to heal a person with the Arnica flower. You're taking the Arnica flower, you're making a serial dilution out of the properties until it is reduced to an energetic remedy. So all that's in there is the energy or the essence of that substance. And now you're using it to match the vibration of the profile of the person or horse standing in front of you. And so uh, those of you that are interested or really into the energy medicines like you know, Reiki, acupuncture falls in there too, Uh, cranial sacral, like all those energy modalities. Homeopathy is very much about energy. It's a vibrational type of medicine. And so that's in contrast to allopathic medicine, where we're using crude amounts of things to literally alter, change, or influence molecules. And we're talking about horses. So, you know, if we're going to use medications for our horses, they're going to work much differently because they're altering the chemical pathways for our horses. Whereas we use homeopathy, it's just so gentle. It just kind of goes in there and stimulates the vibration. So that's what we're after when we're trying to use homeopathy to address a particular condition in a horse. And it starts by matching symptoms. 
the whole premise of finding a homeopathic remedy with a similar vibration is to really look at the symptoms of the horse. And so just as a bit of a recap, if you're going to take a substance in a crude form, there's something called provings in humans, where if you give a human the crude form of a substance, they are going to develop certain symptoms and characteristics that they never had before. So that's how you're able to establish the likeness between the substance and the person or the horse in this case. We really are using the basis of energy and frequency And we know that frequency carries information. So we're basically just trying to use these remedies to carry information to the organism to say, okay, this is the vibration. Here's information. Now strengthen your vital force. It's all about strengthening and supporting uh, that vital force, no matter what condition it is. And so I often get questions uh, from horse owners and sometimes people that say, hey, what can I take for this condition? You can't really do that with homeopathy because it's so symptom-based. Now, while you can get maybe a handful of remedies that are like good for that kind of condition, you know, because generally that condition carries certain symptoms with it, it's definitely not a way to recommend remedies. Like you really want to take the case and look at the particular symptoms that horse is working with or that human is working with and pick a remedy accordingly. So I would never just say, here's a remedy for anxiety, because there's all different types of anxiety. What's causing the anxiety? How is it presented? Are they sweating? Are they not sweating? What causes the most anxiety in your horse? Is it worse when they're hot? Is it worse when they're cold? So you have to really go into the case if you're going to find the best vibrational match for your horse. So one of the reasons I think that homeopathy is so beneficial for horses is because it is vibrational, it is energetic. And I think horses operate at a much higher frequency. They are just so incredibly sensitive to the energies around them, even just our energy, human energy, the biofield we carry, um, they're extremely sensitive to it. So um, homeopathy, I've just seen work wonders for so many different horses, even in cases where you know, we never thought it was possible. So um, always keep homeopathy in mind for something if you haven't tried it, if you're struggling uh, with a particular issue. So because they have such a large biofield, they also take in a lot of things and information into their biofield, but they're also putting a lot out there. I think they also use it to naturally communicate with their herd, both humans and horses, uh, to send and receive information. And this innate characteristic defines their state of being as well. It also what makes them extremely responsive to a lot of the energy modalities such as homeopathy. And one of the things I like about it so much is it really works with their natural chemistry instead of forcing an unnatural biochemical change like medications do, for example. So it's a lot more gentle. It's a it's a way to kind of gently stimulate healing without having to worry about side effects, without worrying, is this working? Is it not working? Like just let it happen gently. Let the body adjust to it in a more natural way. If you are ready to dive into the world of holistic horse health and all it has to offer, I invite you to join me for my 12-week online signature program, Healing Horses Zero Way. 
This program only runs once per year, and I'm excited to announce the doors are now open to welcome the class of 2024. Registration is now open. Inside, you'll learn how to formulate natural health programs using diet, lifestyle, single nutrients, herbs, and homeopathic remedies. And this course will also empower you with the tools and confidence you need to make informed decisions and take charge of your horse's health. If you want to learn more or you're ready to register, you can look in the show notes for the links. There's one link that will take you to a page to learn more about the program and how it's run. And the other link is just to get registered right away. I can't wait to welcome you. So some reasons why you should consider homeopathy for your horses is one, it's really safe to use. And that's another real benefit that I know horse owners care a lot about, especially if you're trying to work with an issue in a foal or a pregnant mare, lactating mare. Like there are some restrictions there with the pregnant lactating mares too, and even which herbs you can use. So you want to be careful what you're manipulating there, especially when it comes to medication. But with homeopathy, you don't have to worry about that because it is so gentle. It is vibrational. Uh, It's just a really gentle way of approaching a situation. There are no harmful side effects associated with homeopathy either. So it doesn't induce a chemical response and they don't interact with chemicals of any kind because there's no active molecules in there to have a chemical reaction with, and that includes medications, dewormers, or even vaccinations. They can be extremely fast acting. I love having homeopathic remedies on hand for first aid situations, whether it's, you know, a lot of discomfort, an injury, strain, sprain, possible fracture, even though you might not know it, acute laminitic episodes. Sometimes it can just be helpful to take the edge off. You can use them for infections. There's some cases that I've had where these infections are just, they're not necessarily life-threatening. And sometimes there are serious infections and then they, you know, kind of hit the wall where nothing's working. The antibiotics aren't working anymore. Um, The options have run out. And I have had horses come back full circle just from um, a homeopathic remedy getting in there and intervening before it was too late. So they absolutely excellent to have on hand for first aid purposes. While you're waiting for your vet, sometimes you might be in a situation where your horse is colicking or they've hurt themselves. You don't know what's going on yet. Or maybe it's just an abscess. Homeopathy can work great for abscesses too. And it's just something you can do while you're waiting before you know what's happening for sure. Uh, There's no animal testing with homeopathy. So it's something I care about. Homeopathic remedies are only tested on healthy humans. And that's based on proving. So we can test these certain substances and what their properties are by testing them in human healthy human subjects. You don't want to test them on sick ones. You want to test them on healthy ones so you can see what kind of symptoms are induced by these substances. That'll help you establish the likeness between the substance and the symptoms. And they're environmentally friendly. So manufacturing does not require expendable energy or natural resources. Their consumption does not pollute the water supply, oceans, or dump sites. So I love that too. I think we're in the day and age with our planet where we just keep contributing to toxicity, not just on the planet, but in ourselves, our horses. We really need to start 
being more responsible with some of the decisions we make as just consumers, I think. And so homeopathy is just a great way to start that process. It's green medicine. So how do we select remedies for horses? Uh, so as I mentioned, we're really just focused on signs and symptoms. Sometimes that can be difficult to do in a pinch, you know, when you're faced with a situation and you don't have time to really look into the books and repertorize remedies, so to speak. But there are some certain ones that I always like to have on hand. So I'm going to give you three examples today. And then hopefully throughout this podcast, I can start, you know, maybe profiling single remedies or doing more in-depth podcasts on like the science of homeopathy, for example. But one of the first ones, the most common ones, as I mentioned, was Arnica. So Arnica, really helpful for bruising, swelling, and inflammation. So any type of trauma to the tissues, Arnica is a great one to have on hand. Another one is a substance or plant called rust toxidendron, and that's the name of it. That's in short, it's rust tox. And this is a good one for sprained or strained ligaments and tendons, as well as a sore lower back. It also can be helpful for hives, like really itchy hives too, if you've got that at the same time. And it's a poison ivy family. So just as an example, if you were to take a lot of the substance, it was it's going to cause a lot of these similar type symptoms that rust tox would normally cause. But rust tox is definitely one to consider if you have an issue with a sprain or strain uh, when it comes to ligaments and tendons. That's where it shines. And Nuxfomica is the third one I just want to give you as an example. Those, These are all three that I just think are very useful to have on hand, but there are many more. So Nuxfomica can be really beneficial for gas and bloating caused by inappropriate feeds, overeating, and liver toxicity. So this is a great liver remedy. So if your horse gets into something he shouldn't, if he has any kind of reaction to a chemical or a medication, Nuxfomica is a great one to just start with, even before you know what the reaction might be, because it really will help clear the liver. It's one that I sometimes will use, you know, if a horse is really sensitive to chemical dewormers and things like that. It's a, just a great remedy for all the digestive complaints related to overeating or eating something they shouldn't, eating something that's a little too toxic. In humans, that would be related to drinking too much alcohol or drinking too much coffee. There's also cravings there that that can play a role as well. So when you're choosing homeopathic remedies, there is a certain form that they come in. If you go into the human health food store, you'll find them in little vials and they come with about 80 globules in a vial and they're sublingual. So they dissolve under the tongue. And for humans, it's about three pellets as a dose. And for horses, though, I typically will do five, sometimes more, depending on the horse just because they can kind of get lost in their mouth. And sometimes the real clever horses will spit them out one at a time. They know where everything is in their mouth. So they can be a little finicky. So just to make sure they get them all, I'll do like five to 10 pellets directly in the mouth. If your horse, if you're sitting here thinking there's no way that's ever going to happen for my horse, you can dilute them. Like you can take a little bit of warm water and then you can shake shake it up so that they all dissolve. Make sure you're using enough water to dissolve them. And then you can always syringe it. And in a real pinch, you know, you can put it on a little piece of apple or something that's quick to dissolve in their mouth. 
It's never a good idea to put homeopathic remedies in actual food because the vibration just gets lost and contaminated. So you really want to make sure that it's as clean as possible in their mouth so that their mucous membranes can absorb it. If you have to put it on a little piece of apple or something that you know that's going to get right into their mouth and they're not going to spit them out, then you can do that as well. And you can also find homeopathic remedies in liquids sometimes, depending on where you are at and what you have access to. Typically for humans, they're in the globule form, but you can get them in liquid form too, depending on the clinic or the homeopath. Single remedies are just always good to have on hand because you can be more specific. But as I mentioned, it's not always that easy to decide which remedy do I use for the situation because every situation is so different. So you can get combination homeopathic remedies too. You can get them in the human health food store or other pharmacies carry them too. But Reva's Remedies also carries a direct line of combination homeopathic specifically for horses. So there's one called Comade for anxiety and stress. So it has more than one remedy in there. So it kind of put cast a broader net on the symptom profile. And I've worked with them enough to know that they absolutely work in a lot of different cases, especially when it comes to situational stress and anxiety. We have one called the trauma drop. So that's bruising, inflammation, all of those injury type um, issues that might come up for you. And it has the rust tox and the arnica in there, as well as some other remedies to handle the injuries that come up for horses. And there's also the gastrocol, which is one of my absolute favorites because the gastrocol really helps with any type of colic situation, bloating. It can help with ulcers. It can help with digestive toxicity. I've used it for a lot of different horses in a lot of different situations. So that's always a good one to have on hand. And my next favorite is the tissue aid. And the tissue aid has a lot of remedies in there for infection type things like lots of nasal discharge, whether it's clearly bacterial, whether it smells, it's yellow, it's green. It can be good for all of that. It's tremendously effective for abscessing. So all those fistulas and festering type infections and discharges would be exactly where I'd use that. I've even seen it work really well for joint infections when the antibiotics stopped working and there was no other options. That tissue aid has been amazing for a lot of those situations. If you're wanting to have some on hand, those would be the ones I would have on hand because they're just very common situations that can come up in the barn. And I've used them personally lots. So as I mentioned, you can check in your local health food store for the single remedies. And nowadays, you can even order some of them on Amazon. And the potencies will vary depending on where you're looking. I'm not going to get into potency too much today because that's a whole other episode. It's a little bit more involved, but you can certainly get remedies there. And then if you're interested in the combination liquid remedy specific for horses, you can look at www.revisremedies.com and I will put that link in the show notes for you so you can take a look at all the things that they have. And that's really where I wanted to leave off today. It's a bit of a shorty episode for you, but I just wanted to do a solid introduction for homeopathic medicine, just so that you're aware of it. You know how it's different from the other things that we talk about 
when we are trying to implement a more natural or holistic program for our horses. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and thanks for tuning in. See you next week.